share with me and get to know me. Working within it so that you can trust You gotta them. be able to produce things. And I'll tell you why that production is so important. But before we go that, how do you use those two pieces of equipment? You- success is not necessarily financial, but success is when you feel fulfilled in what you're doing. And then to other women, they need to know their value, their worth. But, but I believe um, everything that you put your mind to and you achieve is success. Give us um, all the stuff. Okay, I'll answer all 16 of those questions right now. I started uh, in the music business at Sony while I was still... My name is Renee Hastings, and I'm your host of Renee Speaks. Y'all, today's guest is truly a treat. Today's guest is a partner in the truest sense of the word. She's an executive administrator with over 15 years of experience supporting presidents, vice presidents, chief medical officers, directors, and many more in leadership roles. She loves providing mentorship to new virtual assistants and sharing her knowledge and expertise to watch them grow. Our guest resides in Wisconsin with her husband and two boys. Y'all, please put your hands together and help me welcome Ashley Sini. Hello. Hey, Ashley, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am fantastic. It is so great to see you and, and not on a team meeting. Just I know, you. right? Where we don't actually have to talk about work. Well, I mean, this is, this is kind of work. Kind of work, <laughs> yeah, but it's fun work. It is fun. Oh, that is so awesome. Well, Ashley, I know you very well, but would you please do me the honor of introducing yourself telling us more about you and how you got started on your entrepreneurial journey. You got it. Uh, So like you said, I live in Wisconsin. I have uh, been born and raised in Wisconsin. I've never known anything else. I'm a true Wisconsin girl, dairy all the way, whether it hurts me or not. (laughs) Packer fan. Um, I have two little boys, um, an almost seven-year-old and a four and a half-year-old. They are flaming redheads and they keep me on my toes. Um, And my entrepreneurial journey began how many do many years ago um about four or five years ago i worked in a corporate position and i was burnt out i it was that classic situation of you know here's 60 hours worth of work but you have to do it in 40 hours because you're not allowed to have overtime mm-hmm. and i i was just tired and stressed and i had a really minor procedure that allowed me to be home for a month and that was it i after i'd been home for a whole month i was like yeah i 
I need to be home more often. At the time, my children were three and one, and I was missing out. And I mm. didn't know my baby. I didn't. I didn't know that he could wave to people mm. and blow kisses. And so it was mm. a huge wake up call. And so I went back, and within a week, I was like, "Yeah, nope. It's it's time to to." be brave and try a new chapter. And so my husband and I talked and we adjusted our entire lifestyle to fit with one income so that I could focus on um, working on my business and finding clients and building my business to what it is now. Wow. Wow. And, and tell me, I know this isn't a part of our question list, but in terms of that decision, was that a decision that you regret or are you glad you made that decision? Oh, 100% happy I made that decision. It was scary, like any big decision is. It was terrifying. Um, mm -hmm. For most of our relationship and my marriage, I, I was more the breadwinner. So it was a really big adjustment to give up some of that control and um, mm -hmm. lifestyle and to adjust for it and let him take the lead and um it was it was definitely scary we i mean we had to <laughs> you know we had to like custom make a desk in our bedroom because we lived in a, like an 800 square foot tiny apartment two bedroom apartment there's no place to put a desk so we made one along one wall of my bedroom so that i could have so i could have a desk to work off but we we made it work and 100 zero regrets that's awesome. I love it. I am so grateful for that decision, truly. Um, because as you know, when I started my entrepreneurial journey uh, full time, um, it was at a time when I was also working full time and trying to build a business full time. And my biggest dream and hope and wish and desire during that time was just for two more hours of sleep every night. <laughs> That I remember you weren't sleeping much when we met. I, I remember. Not. I was not. I was working a full-time day job. I was um, running this business full-time by myself, building clients, bringing on new clients. And my plate was so full. So I would work, you know, my full-time day job and then come home and then, you know, try to get some dinner together, pick up something for my husband and then, um, start like at eight or nine o'clock at night and sometimes work till two in the morning, you know, get another couple hours of sleep and then have to get up again and go to my day job, uh, leaving the house at like seven at, you know, so get, get up at six. So like, I was so tired. I was so tired. Oh, I'm tired just listening to you. <laughs> and then, you know, I'm a, I'm a praying woman. And so I was praying. I was like, Lord, I know that you are opening all these doors of opportunity. I'm so grateful, but I need some help. Please send me a helper. <laughs> and I called my cousin, Christine Russell, who is just an amazing woman who runs um, uh, a Black woman's wellness program in Madison. And she is my idol. <laughs> I truly just love and appreciate everything she stands for. And when I mentioned to her that I was needing some, show, some help, she was like, oh, hey, you should call my friend Ashley. She just started a business like that. She might be able to help you. <laughs> and the rest is history. 
and the rest is history. And yeah, that was, um, gosh, almost three years ago. I know. And you know, what's funny is, is I believe I might've been, I don't know if I was moving, but I was, I was not in Wisconsin when I connected with you. Cause I remember being in North Dakota, visiting my in-laws and having to get <laughs> my father-in-law to print off our contract because I couldn't, <laughs> I was nowhere where I could do it myself. I remember. Yeah. And, and you warned me though, you gave me the heads up. And I mean, you were like the consummate EA, you know, giving me all the heads up. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. I'm going to be here on this day, here on that day. And so I may have lack connectivity and you prepared me well. So I knew what to expect. And I just was like, oh my gosh, she's amazing. I love <laughs> her already. She hasn't even signed the paperwork. <laughs> But it was so great, so great to have someone to, to help and to delegate things to. I think people don't realize the value and the power of delegation and being able to delegate things off of your plate to, when you are getting some help to lighten your load. So even if it's just so that you can focus on as entrepreneurs and, and business owners, being able to focus on the things that are most important, or if it's just to get a couple extra hours of sleep. It's so important, the power of delegation. I absolutely could not be more grateful and more thankful to you for agreeing to join our team and be my right hand to help me uh, throughout our daily operations. It's been truly an, an amazing um, experience. So now, so you have been promoted to business operations manager for Executive Help Now, which is um, our company. And so what would you say is your primary goal for serving Executive Help Now clients? So I've been your business operations manager for a little over a year now, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Been a little over right. a year. And I think I've, you know, I think the goal has changed as I've you know, slid into the role and become really comfortable with it. And I think the most important thing that I do as the business operations manager is connect with our team to make sure that they are always, um, that they're always in the right mind frame while they're working with with our clients. And I mean that in a way like we all are person we all have personal lives. We all have stuff going on in our personal lives. And so every single time I meet with our team, which is just about weekly with almost everybody, it's gauging how they're doing, how their work-life balance is. Are they um, overwhelmed by work? Because, you know, work comes in at weird ebbs and flows and mm -hmm. it'll be a quiet week and then they get slammed the next week. And so I really assess how they're doing and making sure that they have the support they need so that our clients don't feel any disruption in their services, that they don't feel a delay, that they don't know, they don't know what's behind the curtain, whatever's going on behind the curtain, they, they're not supposed to know about that. So I think that's the most important thing is just to keep the client's services moving at a steady rate without any of the challenges in the background. Right, right, exactly. And and you do that so well. And I think one of the things that we try to do as a culture 
is try to have a, an atmosphere or an environment of collaboration. Mm -hmm. That when our team starts to feel, you know, a little overwhelmed by um, client assignments or whatever, there's always someone to to pitch in and help uh, lighten their load. Whether they can take something off of their plate, again, delegation. <laughs> you know, it's we have it even within our own team um, to be able to have that support system so that no one is feeling truly overwhelmed or feeling like they're out of balance because working with executive help now is supposed to be fun. <laughs> so, right, right. Yeah. And so that's the, the culture that we want to build. And you, you are a critical part of, the, of maintaining, managing and maintaining all of that. Well, it can be kind of lonely, you know, when you are a contractor or even just an assistant, your, your focus is usually on one specific person that you are supporting or one specific department. And so it can feel like you're kind of out on a limb all on your own. And I don't want them to ever feel that way. I want them to know that we have their back, that I'm invested in the quality of life that they have. And that pertains to the, the business, you know, it, professionally, I, I want to make sure that they are always feeling like they're supported and part of a family and that they can come to me or you and talk about whatever they need to, whether it's personal or business. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that um, I think that that's one of the things that kind of sets us apart as our family-like environment and how we, I don't know if your family was like my family, but my mom always said, what goes on in my house stays in my house. <laughs> <laughs> and so we call that family business. <laughs> and so that's one of the, the things that we do too at Executive Help Now is we keep family business, you know, within the family and we learn from one another and we teach one another and we grow from one another and we encourage and empower and support one another um, just like that, because it's all part of the family business. It so, is. <laughs> yes, exactly. So. Uh, so I know that you mentioned that you meet with the team, you know, uh, at least, you know, once a week, most of the time and, and, and make sure that they're doing OK. And I, I'm, that's how you maintain. Would you say that that's how you maintain the culture that we have? That's that's the main. I think that is like 98 percent of maintaining the culture is that common um connectivity that that they know they can count on having um, a connection with me during the week. They know that if stuff hits the fan on Thursday, they know that we have a meeting on Monday and that we can talk it out and that there's always a space for them to have a discussion with me about anything that's on their plate, um, whether it's a concern or just needing some feedback and some guidance on how to manage something that's complex and tricky. Right, right, exactly. And and they know that they're safe. They know that they're yeah. safe for you. There's it's like a no judgment zone. No matter what they bring, that there's no um they don't have to be embarrassed because either they don't know or, or they need help. Or it, it's not that at all. It's like we are just here for their success. We want to set them up for success mm -hmm. in everything and every client assignment that they get and every part or aspect of that client assignment. We want them to operate in excellence. And so we get the opportunity to teach them, to train them, to help them, like you said, do the mind shift and how they're looking at things so that when they go in, they can have the confidence and knowing I did this, I did this, I did this. And I'm pretty sure that's what I was supposed to do. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, so yeah, you, you've been amazing at that. You just absolutely amazing. So, and there's a, a something. Oh, and on top of that, in terms of the culture, you remember everybody's birthdays. <laughs> oh my gosh. I try. I try really hard to keep track of everybody's birthdays and their EHN anniversary. Cause we like to celebrate, you know, Absolutely. there's any excuse to celebrate. We like to celebrate. So right. I try to keep a real good track on everybody's EHN anniversaries and birthdays and celebrate our team at every chance we get. That's that's right. And and holidays, I mean, just everything. Um, it truly is. We truly care about our team. And I love how you care for them and how they know um, how how appreciated they are and valued they are and just incredible members of our team. And so much so we've called each other rock stars. <laughs> so, and I'm not sure which one of our team came up with that name, but I loved it. I was like, it's sticking. We're going with it. <laughs> It's so perfect. It's so perfect for our team. They really are rock stars. I don't know. I try to tell them as often as I can how valuable they are. Like they, we couldn't, we couldn't function without each and every single member on our team. They are just such an integral part of our team and they're just amazing. We have such a wonderful team. I, I'm always proud of them and always excited to work with them. Yes. Awesome. Same here. Same here. And, and, the, and EHN, would not be what it is without them. So I could not agree more that they are executive help now. And we, and, and just so valued in every single um, aspect of this entire journey. So putting on your uh, virtual assistant hat, what advice would you have for others who are thinking about starting a career as a virtual assistant? Well, you have to be brave. It, it is a leap of faith. Um, but as I have become more um, integrated in the industry, I mean, being a virtual assistant is very different. Well, it's some it's it is very different than being an administrative assistant in an office. And mm -hmm. so it, in what can, way can you go a little bit? Deeper so when you're a contractor and you first decide to do this, the biggest hurdle is trying to figure out where you're going to find clients. That is the hardest part. Um, and there's like little ripple down effects. You know, how do you protect yourself with a contract? How do you determine your pricing? All of that as part of it. But none of that matters if you don't have a client. And so the biggest trick is finding your clients. And you can, the way I did it, aside from EHN, was I reached out to every business owner I knew. And I let them know that I had decided to quit my corporate job and that I was um, opening my own business as a virtual assistant. And if they would please keep me in mind for any of their friends and business owners that might need some help. And I tried to phrase it very strategically because I didn't want it to come across like I was spammy. But, <laughs> right. but small business owners know small business owners. And so I wanted to make sure that everybody was just aware that this was something that I was doing. Right. But tell people. So, so, the, so it sounds like the first critical piece is to tell everybody. Yep. Tell everybody. Tell, tell everybody that you're, what you're doing. Change your job on your social media pages to virtual assistant. Um, but I think another really important piece is it's not everybody can do what I did, where you jump in with both feet and, and quit your job before you've 
got anything lined up. And I think finding an agency is extremely helpful because they kind of bridge that gap. They, they're the ones that have the clients and then they help pair the clients with their uh, contracted virtual assistants. And so I got to learn so much through your agency and I got those connections and I got to um, continue to build my skill set, but in a more virtual way rather than an in-person way. And uh, that was really important. And I think that especially when you're first starting off, if you don't have the luxury of quitting your job, having an agency is helpful because one of the conversations we have with potential new team members is what is your capacity? How much, how many hours can you devote? And so we have a number of people who have full-time jobs during the day, and then they work in a limited capacity on nights and weekends. And it's such a great way to get your foot in the door and to just slowly start to kind of figure out what this industry is about. Right. Exactly. So true. So true. And then you can decide for yourself, is this truly for me or do I want to continue doing this for maybe some, you know, hair and nail money, <laughs> you know, yes. just a little something on the side so I can go shopping every now and then or something like that. Or do I want to actually be able to pay my rent, buy groceries mm-hmm. and pay my bills and, and car note and all of this, you get to decide. You totally get to decide. And that's one of the things I really liked about um, what I, I love about uh, being a virtual assistant and offering virtual assistant services to businesses. Um, and uh, small business owners and other entrepreneurs, because sometimes a client may not need even, they may not need a full-time EA. And so the service we provide gives them an opportunity to say, hey, I only need somebody for a few hours a week. Can you help me? I can say, yes, absolutely, we can help you. (laughs) Because we have people on the team who only want to work a few hours a week, you know? (laughs) So it's a it's a perfect um, combination and a perfect opportunity for both the client and the virtual assistant. Mm-hmm. And it really, truly is rewarding to be able to be the the matchmaker. Yes. <laughs> to make the match. <laughs> and, the, and the wonderful words of Fiddler on the Roof, <laughs> <laughs> which probably people only in Wisconsin know. <laughs> I definitely know it. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, I'm not sure how many people caught uh, in the very beginning that I too am from Wisconsin and uh, we actually... Um, didn't live very far away from each other <laughs> when I was there. So, um, and Christine is still there, my cousin. Mm-hmm. So, anywho, go Wisconsin. I love Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Ashley, what would you say is your greatest achievement along your entrepreneurial journey? So this is going to sound a little cliche, but I would say that my biggest achievement is being able to have the flexibility to spend more time with my family. Um, it, it, it's, this job offers a flexibility that is just, it's life-changing. It's absolutely Mm -hmm. life-changing. I have the, you know, especially when you are married and you have someone who's already working out of the house, I don't know how people, I don't know how single parents get things done because (laughs) it's just, it's so hard. It is so hard to do all the things to work and to manage a home. And this allows me the flexibility of getting the kids on the bus in the morning and getting them to doctor's appointments. But I also get to 
volunteer for field trips and chaperone field trips. Mm-hmm. And wow. I've gotten to spend time in my preschoolers class. And those are just, those are just amazing things. So this is, this is there somebody, I can't remember who said it, but this time frame of being a mom this with this age group, it is, it is the longest, shortest time, <laughs> you know, like it's, it's really a, a short time, but it feels so long and I'm so blessed and grateful that I have the ability to spend so much time with my kids and to be that mom that can go and chaperone and uh, go to a field trip and go to the, to the classroom at preschool. I mean, it's just, their little faces just light up. They're, they're, this, they're at the age where they want me around. So like, I want to be able to be around. I know it's a limited amount of time. So it's as long as, as they want me around, I want to be able to have the ability to, to do this kind of stuff with them. And so it's, it, like I said, it's a little cliche, but it it's, it's the main reason why I do what I do. That's my motivation. Right, right. And I would not even say that that's cliche. I think that is completely and truly relatable and um, unique. So when you ask somebody what their greatest achievement is, some people may say, oh, I've made so much money or I've done this out of the ever. No, mm -mm, flexibility and work-life balance. (laughs) That's that's a thing. And so, uh, so yes, I certainly wouldn't uh, call it cliche at all. It's definitely (laughs) a a very uh, real uh, thing that is just that is specific to you and your priorities for your life, and so and and it's they're awesome, and because their kids are only little once, mm-hmm. that's it. Every that's right. day is is a treasure. Every day is to be treasured because you can't get it back, and they're right. not going to take their first step again. <laughs> they're not going right. to say their first word right. again. They're not going to blow kisses, uh, you know, for the first time again. Do you know what I mean? That's right. I mean, there was something, um, probably a social media post, like, you never know when it'll be the last time that they hold your hand or the last time mm-hmm. that they want to, you know, be held in your lap. You know, my mm-hmm. almost seven-year-old still climbs into my lap. And he's too big. I can't, I, like, I have to sit on the floor <laughs> to have him in my lap, but he still wants to be in my lap. And I, yeah. he can okay. hang out in my lap, and you know, as long as he wants. You know, so it's just, it's amazing. I'm, I'm so, so thankful that I get to spend so much time with them. That is so great. And, and I'm so grateful to you as well. I mean, and great, I'm glad that you get to do that um, and still be such an integral part of the Executive Help Now team. Um, And so as we get ready to wrap up, we've only got five more minutes, a little less than five minutes left on this episode of Renee Speaks before we have a surprise for everybody that we'll talk about in just a bit. But um, before we go, tell us one thing that, uh, one advice or tip or piece of of, of, uh, wisdom you can share for working moms. So I, you've heard me say this before, the most valuable thing I own right now is my time. It is the most valuable thing I own. And so I covet my time. So whenever I can outsource anything, whether it's, you know, I have someone come and like fold my laundry. (laughs) Like, (laughs) oh, moms get this. We can never keep up with our laundry. Um, I literally have someone come over and help me fold my laundry. And it is the most amazing thing. So (laughs) to me, like my biggest advice is, 
covet your, your time and do whatever you can to protect your time because it is the most valuable thing you have. That's right. I could not agree more. What great advice. And that is truly a golden nugget. And speaking of golden nuggets, <laughs> I definitely want to let our listeners know, our audience, that uh, before we go, we have a, an amazing surprise and that's super exciting. So Ashley is going to go in the green room with me and have a cup of coffee and a couple donuts while we head over to 100 TV Network. So yes, that is another show that we're that is taking off of Renee Speaks. So uh, the content will be exclusive to 100 TV Network, and that's the name of the show is called Renee Speaks Golden Nuggets, and you can catch exclusive content every Tuesday at 12 o'clock p.m. Eastern on 100 TV Network, and it'll be chock full of extra interview questions, behind-the-scenes stories, and all kinds of inspiration and empowerment to keep you going throughout the week. So be sure to mark your calendars. It's starting in June, okay? So, Ashley, let's grab our cup of coffee and grab our donuts in the green room. And we will say goodbye to everyone for now on Renee Speaks. Find a to learn things it's like a multi-million dollar business. course of your journey. Moments in time we can make an impact one a little bit better. That when it comes to launching, you were made for something great. So go and be awesome.